How you doing, folks? This is uh, Jeff from Onslaught, and you are listening to Interview and this time. Jeff, thank you so much for joining my podcast today on Interview Under Fire. Uh, big, a, a big couple months ahead for you guys and Onslaught. I'm going to ask the most important question of all, which hasn't been taken seriously as of late. How are you? <laughs> how have things been for you and your band as of late? And how has everything been since our lives have been in lockdown since March, right? How, how's life in the UK, I guess? Uh, it's... It's been okay. Uh, it's been a, obviously it's been a little strange as it has for for everybody. Um, but we've been busy. You know, we've been working on the uh, the album. We managed to get um, uh, the video for the next uh, single. So we all went to a studio, and that was what we called a green screen, so we could keep the social distancing. Um, all the promotion is happening as as is right now. Um, so so yeah, so we've we've been keeping ourselves busy, but but keeping ourselves. Uh, away from each other. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's one of the more challenging things, trying to stay busy. And even within three months within a pandemic, it's and here's the thing, you know, when it comes to releasing an album, I'm sure a pandemic is not something that's in the protocol, you know, like, oh, okay, if there's a pandemic, this is what you do for an album release, blah, 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 blah. But now it's, you know, it's like it's everything's we're learning things firsthand, I suppose. And you know, it, it's good that you guys are staying busy and putting out new music. For people like us, just to something to grasp onto during just during this strange time, I suppose. Well, excellent. No, well, this this was this was part of the the, the reasoning behind it. Um, oh, okay. It, it's it's the fact that a lot of bands are postponing releases because obviously you can't tour to support the album, which is the usual sort of way of doing things. But we thought, well. You know, people need entertainment, and it's been a long time since we've put the, uh, you know, put any new music out. So, um, yeah, it, it seemed the, the the right thing to do. You know, we we can we can promote the we can promote it. We can give people things to something to listen to, something to keep them entertained. And then next year, when hopefully there's a little bit more uh, normalcy back to everything, then we can uh, we can go out and play, you know, play the shows to to promote it then. So, yeah. So that, wow. that, that, that that's the idea. It's just to basically, you know, make make the best of what we've got. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's the most simplest way to put it. Making the best of what we have, and now we're actually learning it yeah. firsthand. So you know, being stuck at home, like we all are. I mean, I don't even want to say we're stuck. We're, like <laughs> I said, we're trying to make the most of it. You know, how are you keeping up uh, playing bass? I'm, do you live in a place where you can just crank it up and play as much as you want without the neighbors yelling? I assume. Um. I, I, I tend to just just put it through the the, the computer and, and headphones. You know, it's uh, yeah. not, and, and to, to answer that one, no, I'm not in a place where I can. Do <laughs> okay, okay. Just to um, put it like okay. But uh, no, but, but, I, but I still obviously I play my bass every day. I mean, it's it's frustrating. I've just um, I'm not long taken um, taking delivery of a brand new comparison, and it's uh, it's just it's breaking my heart that I can't crank it up. Um, but but again, I've, I've I've, I've put through you know, sort of the, the, the computer and all the all the bits and pieces that you get there, and it, it, you know it sounds fad, fabulous, but it ain't the same. It just is not the same. But hopefully, hopefully soon. Are you trying to maybe like set up? I don't know. Trying to get like the gear set up how you usually would on stage. Is that kind of a challenge right now? <laughs> um. Yeah, to, to to a degree, but but the 
But the thing about it is um, a lot of the bass owners all down the volume. It has yeah. to hit a certain capex before it actually starts sounding like your sound. Uh, and unfortunately, that, um, but not unfortunately, unfortunately, in this circumstance, um, but normally it's, it's not a problem because it, it, it involves turning it up. You know, you, yeah. you get that, that sort of feeling when you turn things up, you know, and it, you can't quite get that through um, plugins and, and whatever. It'll be, yeah. it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Like I said, as soon as this is all over, I will definitely crank it up and it will. Uh, I don't think anybody will want to just go to their homes anymore. I think everybody just wants to stay out forever. You know, and yeah, you talk about, yeah. uh, you know, along with playing bass, does this pandemic, now that you're home, does it open up new things for you personally and artistically that you may have not noticed about yourself before? Well, um, I, I've been keeping myself busy anyway. Um, I do a lot of uh, artwork and graphics Awesome. So um, yeah, that, that, so I've been doing everything for the for the album cover uh, and all the artwork for the for the new onslaught album. So that's all me. Um, so you and, did the. Uh, so you. I don't mean to interrupt you, but you did yeah, the yeah. cover for the onslaught uh, generation yeah, enterprise, yeah. right? Oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. that's uh, okay. I will make a note of that. I had no idea. That's awesome. That's great. Oh, uh, cool. You know, when did you start getting into? When was this something that you, I guess, brought up as a hobby or just something that you wanted to? develop your skills and when did art become a part of your life well oh when, when i was a, a, a kid um all i wanted to do was to, to to be a commercial artist uh and it was when i was taking an art class in um in school one of the guys one of the new guys who came and sat next to me had a guitar and then that basically changed my life so I, bl I blame him. <laughs> I Shout out to that guy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's a gentleman called Matthew Galloway, and he's, he, uh, he personally ruined my life. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, what are the things, like, what about, like, cooking, you know, or a lot of artists, like, they've been, like, reading, like, discovering, like, just new things. I know you have been busy with all, with just a lot of things that you've been busy with. Like, well, uh, there's, there's, there's that plus. Oh, sorry, sir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Your signal's cutting out a little bit, so. Uh, Hold on. Can you can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Um, but no, but but uh, but but yeah, I, I enjoy cooking as, as I think most people do. Um, but I also went back to university, so I'm doing a uh, doing a degree in advertising as well. So that's uh, that's taking up a lot of my time too. So uh, so yeah, all cool. Yeah, and you've been, you know, at this for over 10 years with, you know, just uh, playing music. What was your, before we get into the new album, I want to ask, mm -hmm. what was your favorite part about touring? Because you guys have played at Vakken. You guys played at Brutal Assault. I could go on forever with the festivals and yeah. shows you guys have played. And, you know, what was your biggest takeaway? Because now it's like taking an unseen step back and kind of just having a growing appreciation for their tour life, you know, is... What was your favorite part of Because there's like food, there's culture, there's fans. What was your favorite part about it now that you kind of just exhale and now that you're home, you know? Well, well of, uh, of touring and playing festivals. Um, I'd say the best part has always been actually being on the stage and performing. Um, and, and it's all about the crowd. Um, if, if the crowd wasn't there, then, then the band wouldn't be there. You know, so yeah, um, so 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 for me, um, if there's a good crowd uh, and you 
firing people up and the reactions are, are going great and you're feeding off that energy. And that's, you know, that for me is what it's all about. Everything is, you know, that, I mean, the, the, the traveling and, and meeting, you know, new people and going to interesting places and, you know, being the first thrash metal band to play in um, uh, the Lebanon, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's, it's great. But if the crowd hadn't turned up, if they hadn't gone crazy, then it would have sucked. You know, regardless, you know, it would have sounded great, but the the real life sort of event would uh, you know would have fallen short. But luckily, people turned up, and people went crazy. So for me, um, and I think the thing that I miss the most about Nocturne is it, it, it's it's the entertainer within me. I think it's getting very uh, frustrated. Yeah, and uh, you know, I've had so many different answers about that with you know, all the guests that I've had on my show. And, Ooh. you know, part of that is becoming an entertainer. And when it comes to that aspect of it, we've seen the last couple of months, and I'm sure you've seen it, is live streaming. A lot of bands yeah. have been taken to live streaming. And I believe uh, we had we had uh, Nilo from Insomnium on our show uh, uh, last month. And they were talking Ooh. about how, you know, he was talking about how they were, one of, they were one of the first bands to take the initiative when it came to, you know, selling virtual tickets to the fans online and then presenting the live okay. experience, you know, um, no, virtually, you know. Now, I yeah. wanted to ask you, you know, as, as an artist, yourself as an artist, do you think the quarantine-induced live streaming surge we're seeing now, is that going to affect the touring musician business going forward? Do you still see bands doing this even after all this is over? Honestly, uh, no. <laughs> um, okay, okay. I, I think I, I think basically because it's it's a great thing to do when you can't do the other thing. But as soon as as we're allowed to go to live shows and perform live shows again, then that is going to be the um, that is just going to be the go-to. And, and I think everything else that, that that's going on is as cool as it has been is. Just it, it, it's just leading up to to the fact that you know live music's coming back. So, yeah, and yeah, and uh, you know it's it's different if I see Jeff from Onslaught in front of me, you know, as opposed to seeing him on the screen. Of course, I can always do a mosh pit in my room if I want. <laughs> There's always that freedom, but it takes <laughs> away from the live. It takes away from the live experience, and I think in Germany, correct me if I'm wrong. I think in mm. Germany they had the whole. Cars that uh, a lot of people yeah. like cars, and then, and then yeah, a, dr a drive-in show, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Like, is it you know that was an interesting take to go about still trying to make the lives experience happen. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a very, I don't know, it was a very unique take on how to keep this thing going. Yeah, no, it, it was it was interesting, um, and it was certainly a, a novelty. Um, I don't know, but but would I necessarily have wanted to to be there? Well, you know, pro probably not. So uh, I, I I think it was I think it was mostly about just seeing what happens. Probably won't ever happen again. Just to see because it was that was a new territory. Cars parked in like just a wide open spot, and, yeah, and you would just yeah. see a live experience. Like it's it's it was worth a try, I guess. I don't know. But I'm I'm curious as as to what. So what what the bands you know uh, I know Doro Pesh did one I believe yeah I I know Dora did it and um, who else I, I think so 
I don't know about Germany. I know in Norway we had Anders from Cadaver on the show, and he okay. talked about the Ad Hoc Festival. Have you heard about this? Oh. Just a local <laughs> festival in Norway that he put yeah. together where I believe just maybe 100 or 200 people show up, not that many. And it's, it's, yeah. only, it's, it's, only, it's only local citizens of, of Norway, and they would yeah. attend this live show, and I believe it's just right around the corner, close to July 4th that's coming up. But having said that, you know, the point of all this is just to show that there are artists who are still trying to make something happen when it comes to live music, not just, you know, you know, not yeah, just sticking yeah. to the live, yeah. streaming, li- live streaming online. They're still trying to do this thing where you, they can engage with the fans in person at the same time. Yeah, and, and, and it's incredibly admirable. And it's, uh, and, and like I said, it, it's, it's novel. But, but I'm, I genuinely wonder what the people who actually put actually think about it, whether, whether they actually think that they're um, engaging. You know whether whether they're managing to connect with an audience, or right. whether it's, it's whether it's, it, it feels like a film and a, a video. Yeah, you know and, so yeah, you know. exactly. I just feel like it's a whole black and white t- topic that we could just cover. And there's just a lot of a lot of artists would say, "Yeah, I'm for the live streaming surge." Yeah, nah, I'd rather not do this at all. Just wait for the, everything to just calm down and then just take over where we stopped at. You yeah. know, with 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 everything that's happening, I want to. Transition into Generation Antichrist, your seventh album. Yeah. Were there any album delays for you guys? Has that ever crossed your mind? Because we've had bands like Lamb of God, Enslaved, they moved their release dates back. Is that something that crossed your mind when it came to aiming for a release date for Generation Antichrist, or is that, or is that even into play for you guys? Because I know it's not, it's not for not not for another uh, month and a half or so. Comes mm-hmm. out August seventh. Yeah. But how, does that ever cross your mind? Just something to bring up. No, not, no, no, not really. I, I think, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, the, the, the whole point was to was not to rush the album, but but certainly to um, to in, in, ensure that it came out, you know, when it was expected to come out. I think that was quite important for us, considering how long it had been between albums. You know, I think if we hadn't have set ourselves a deadline, uh, then we we pr- proven ourselves masters of uh, procrastination <laughs> so i think we uh, so I, I think we had to self, set ourselves the uh, the target and, and pretty much stick to it and and and, and you know we did so pat, yeah pat, you know pat some time. <laughs> yeah and you know it's coming out august 7th on afm records i've mm-hmm. heard the album my goodness gracious uh it is an absolute beast ah, when, it com- when it when it comes to thrash now here's the thing when it comes to thrash, it's it's important to stick to your roots because thrash, when it comes to, I guess, metal subgenres, they're one of the oldest ones out there. And metal yeah. is what? Just a little over 50 years old. You can yeah. put in thrash. You can put in death. They're one of the oldest subgenres in there. But when it comes to thrash, it's very important to stick to the roots, but yet still bring a modern tone to that yeah. element. And I believe, I believe, I'm sure, and, and I'm talking to all my fans out there, this is an album for you thrash people out there, just for any metal fan, because... Onslaught did it right. That is how you do yeah. a thrash record, and seven years is worth the wait. Now, with seven years, this means this was your first album since 2013. What yeah. is the most important part of your life, Jeff, that has changed or has been impacted the most since then? Because this is seven years, as opposed to 18 years. I think there was a gap with an Onslaught's uh, catalog. There was yeah. like an 18-year gap where you guys released a record. 
At least it's yeah, not 18 years, yeah, it's seven yeah, years. The, the, but, the, you know. the hiatus, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well doing, doing that seven years, I mean, we've, we've been touring constantly. Um, uh, I was working in the, uh, in the music store, so I was selling guitars for a long time and um, having the band as, you know, so I'm trying to fit the band around doing that. And then uh, quite a few years ago, I um, had the opportunity to take the, the, the band on professionally. So, um, so myself and, and Nigel has been managing the band as well as, you know, performing and, and, and playing. You know, so, so we tend to do all that sort of stuff. So, um, so for the last what eight eight years, I guess I've, I've been. Uh, you know, the, the band has been basically my uh, my job. So that, that's changed quite uh, quite a lot. Um, and and again with with the. You know, it just opens new opportunities. You know, we're looking to, to to seriously raise the bar for this album. So we've got um, ideas for for a new stage show, which is going to be bigger than anything that we've taken out before. It's going to be a lot of pyro and smoke and old school sort of dry ice effects, you know, and um, all the backdrops have been printed. You know, it's all this stadium size, stadium. God only if not only the, um, the you know the festival size. So backdrops have all been done and the staging's all been sorted. So, so we've been, you know, we've been busy in it. It's been, uh, it's been good. But this this album is 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 um, like I said, it, it's a, it's an excellent opportunity, not as a reset button. That's the wrong thing, but but certainly as an opportunity now to to expand things and make things bigger. And that that is that's the intention. Man, it just sounds like everything that you just said right now, it's like you guys are preparing to unleash everything on stage. And that's definitely uh, an itch that you want to scratch at this point because we can't really Ooh. do anything. And, you know, I, and I'm in Dallas, so it, it, I can't wait if you guys ever come back to the States and getting to see you guys like just in person. I mean, that's I mean, everything's bigger in Texas, right? That's what they say, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So on top, I mean, we, I mean, and, you know, Pantera, Power Trip, like some of those thrash metal, it's. We love that here, and uh, you have an endorser right here. So just let me know, ah, and I'll be the first one there. Now well, I, I want to. Yeah, go ahead. We're going to say I, something. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say that we are actually playing the states. Uh, we've got a couple of shows next year. Uh, nowhere near Dallas or nowhere in Texas, oh. unfortunately. Uh, we're doing the uh, California Death Fest. Um, yeah, I believe I believe that was a California Death Fest is. I think that was part of Maryland Death Fest as well. That's I, right. I think, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. do Maryland Death Fest the month after as well. Okay, so that'd be next May then. Yeah, so, so one is okay. in... Um, uh, yeah, one's in April, and then the other's in uh, California's April. Yeah, and, uh, they always do Maryland yeah. Death Fest in May in Baltimore. Man, I've never been to Maryland Death Fest, you know, so that, that'd be a great opportunity for me to actually come out and see you guys for the first time because well, I've always planned to go out there. If, if there's a guest list, my friend, and if you want to come over, I will make sure I'll put you on the guest list. Hey, man, we're Facebook friends, so that'd be perfect. There you go. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I want to talk about the new members, yeah. you know, uh, David, Wayne, and James. You know, what yeah. new elements do those three guys bring into Onslaught's arsenal that you guys may not have before? Um, a new sense uh, energy, to, to put it into, okay. into one word. I mean, not, not that the band ever lacked energy before, um, but there's definitely uh, a new... Um, there's like a, 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 a another you know, there's electricity, you know. There's there's just a 
there's a force behind it. There's, 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 there's like I said, there's an energy that there's pushing things on there. Uh, we played one show in uh, Sweden with the new lineup. Um, before how long? Ago, how long ago was that? Uh, it seems like forever, my friend. Um, <laughs> when was that? That was uh, start of the year, January. Wow! Yeah. See, six months feels like years now. Yeah, man. But um, but there there was so much energy to that show, you know. And like I said, I'm I'm, I'm not demeaning anything that we've done before, um, but the, but there was certainly a um, a level of energy that that's not been there for for a long, long, long time, and uh, and and I think the crowd fed on it as well. You know, the the, the, the reaction that we got was uh, was above and beyond. It was fantastic. Man, so, I, so yeah. So and, yeah. and again, with with the new show that we're bringing out and with everything else and with the, the new level of energy, is this going to be? It's going to be great. Man, I can't wait. And I definitely heard that on the studio side when it came to just going through Generation Antichrist. It's been ah, cool. literally on repeat for the last week or so in my in my stereo. And uh, you I, legend, my friend. Thank you. I mean, it's it. I feel like Thrash is going to be. It's just a whole new breath of fresh air when it comes to Thrash. And you know, I appreciate that that you guys are still doing this. Now, uh, you know, you discussed with well before I go into that, you guys sure. did pick Religious Suicide and Perfect Day to Die. Why did you pick those as singles? Oh, sorry, sorry, man. You, you dropped that a little bit. What was the... Oh, for, for Religious Suicide and Perfect Day no. to Die, the singles that were okay. that came out for this album, why pick okay. those singles in particular? Okay, well, um, well, we've got another single coming out uh, the, in this month, actually. This is one that we just filmed the video for. As okay. we've got Bow Down, Bow Down to the Clowns is the, uh, is, is the next one. <laughs> that's, that's actually my favorite song. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's actually my favorite ah, song. Excellent. That's perfect. Excellent. Okay, well, uh, I, I think you'll enjoy the video of that one. It's uh, it's, it's very this this. Yeah, it's going to be different. It's going to be cool. Um, but uh, perfect day to die was was purely because of the, it, that was a, a, a dedication to Lemmy. Um, it's it's obviously it's got a very Motorhead feel to it. Uh, and if they if there wasn't Motorhead, uh, they wouldn't be on slot. Um, so, so that was that was a dedication to, to to the great man, and we thought it would be a you know something that we felt that we had to do. Um, as for uh, religious suicide, I, I think it's just just because of the the, the sentiment and the lyrical content on it is just just to show that. Um, that, that the band hasn't lost its edge and I, I think it was a good example of um, how you can you know the, the, the energy of the, of the, the, the thrash on, on the album and, and basically to uh, you know and, and of course a little bit of a shock as well with the um, like I said with the, with the lyrical content and uh, yeah and this worked quite well the, the, it's, uh, the downloads and the the reaction to the to religious suicide has been fantastic, but um, by don't the clowns. The next one, I think, is uh, yeah. Again, as soon as the video is finished, I'll send you a copy of it. I'd be very intrigued to see what you think. I can't wait. And the I feel like the order of songs you guys have released is just one after the other. Like each song, we just progressed your sound. The singles that oh. you guys have picked because. 
I felt like this is a very important question that I that I wanted to ask with those singles because Ooh. the way you guys released those singles in order, it was just a great way to round out your sound without giving away too much. If that makes sense, yeah. because yeah, when yeah, I first when I first popped in the record, I mean immediately just the first track, like it, it immediately just blew me away. I was like, oh my gosh, the first track is like this, and mm. and then of course everything else in between kind of just laid itself out, and it's it's a track to be revisited over and over again, and you know it's. I'm just again. I'm sound like a broken record, but you guys yeah. not knock knock the ball out of the park with this one. Uh, now really I want to talk with uh, Nige here. Um, is that how you say it? Nige? His uh, Nige. Nige, Nige. Yeah, yeah I, knew, I knew I was like on the edge. I was like, I always screw that part up. But I want to talk about uh, you know Nige and the overall tone of the album before recording. Yeah. I believe you and Nige got together and discussed it before recording because there was a clear plan. Was that is that correct? This is true. Yes. Now the last album, six, it was the most technical album. This mm. and, and uh, Nige said that, and this time around, it was more about raw energy, stripping things back to a much more open production, back to basics. Yeah. So after yeah. knowing what the original, what the plan was, Jeff, does it feel like you guys have achieved that goal following through? Yeah, I, I, I think so. See, the the, the thing is, you, you can't. Um, like I said, we, we, we wanted to, to get a punky, raw punky edge to everything. Like I said, to bring back everything is you know, real drums, everything on there. Um, uh, and I think bringing in uh, Daniel uh, Bergstrand to produce that is, um, you know, has, has brought a lot of energy to it as well. You know, because the way he he produces things is is a lot. It's, uh, it's got a more of a raw edge to you know to sex or to sounds of violence. Um, it still has obviously a technical um, level to it with the riffage, you know, because again, um, as as time goes on, you know, and you've learned to, uh, you know, play your instruments a little better, you do want to show that off a little bit, you know, because it's you know, it, because you write an album for everybody, but there's a lot of it that you write for yourself as well, you know, for your own self satisfaction. So there had to be an aspect of that on there, but not. To the detriment of the songs, you know that the, the songs weren't overly technical, just so we could, you know, just feel like smart asses, you know, or whatever. So, the, the whole point is, is it's got that punk quality to it. Um, it's got a slightly commercial edge, if that's the right word to use. Um, but I'm, I'm really happy with it. I'm, I'm absolutely delighted with the, with the way it's turned out. Let's talk about your producer. What new challenges do you think you faced this time around as opposed to the previous albums? Well, it's it, it's, it's difficult. I mean, the way that, that when I say produced, I mean, basically, he, he didn't produce it as such. He just mixed it. Um, but right. we, we, we knew how he'd, um, you know, mixed the, uh, you know, the, the, the albums before, you know, like the, Behemoth stuff in particular, you know, I'm a huge fan of, of that production. And um, we just wanted somebody that would give us a, that dirty, grimy, but but still everything's in the, in the right place, sort of sound. And I think with uh, with, with the, the idea of where we wanted to go with the album that, that me and Nigel had discussed, um, I think... Um, the producer that, that, that we picked, I think Daniel was the, the perfect person to, you know, to deliver the, the, the final sort of layer on the package. 
So, um, yeah, so, so couldn't, couldn't have been happier. Yeah, I couldn't be happier. Was there a theme to this, to Generation Antichrist, to put it lightly? Well, it's, it's, well, it's obviously it's not, a, it's not a concept album as, as such, but um, the, the whole thing about the album is it's all about how the, um, the elite use... Now that, that, that people don't really follow religion... Um, hence the, the generation Antichrist, you know, it's not necessarily so like, Whoa. yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's more the, the case that the elite can't use religion to control people the same way that they used to. You know, as, as long as you're good, as long as you do what you're told, then you'll go to heaven and everything will be fine and dandy. Obviously, a lot of people still believe that, but in general, they can't use that as a means of control. So the way that they, they, they do things are a lot subtle, it's all about distraction. Uh, and it's all about, um, it, it, it's all about being um, spied upon, which is which is basically everybody's under surveillance. Everybody's more than happy to give their information away on Facebook, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that that information is then used to control the masses. So it, so it's basically to um, it's it's all about distraction and the way that, uh, that the elite are controlling people. To, um, to to set their own agendas. Everybody happily watching um, British Bake Off or whatever. Man, isn't it interesting how metal, out of all genres, I've I feel like maybe I'm just being biased here, but I'm sure you know it. Metal, out of all genres, they write about the truth, <laughs> and no one even gives a shit about metal. Isn't it interesting about that? And you know, we have our community, but then there's pop music. You know, they don't really write about all this stuff, but everything that you just talked about, about just religious antics and governments and just uh, there's so much information being thrown left and right. The lyrical Ooh. content when it comes to metal music, I feel like for me, it's the most powerful of all and it's the least exposed. No, but yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, um, as long as it's, you know, it's, it still has to be entertaining, you know. It's, yeah. Um, but um, but but yeah, I mean, like I said, if if you can write something that, that that's got a little bit more meaning to it, you know, that's got a bit more depth, then um, then you know, all all the better for it, you know. I, I think, um, like I said, the the, the thing with the, the the political climate at the moment, it's it's all about creating enemies. There always has to be a bad guy, and if it can't be Satan, then then maybe it should be Russia, or maybe it should be China, or maybe it should be. You know, blah 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 blah, and and yeah. you know, one one person's um, freedom fighter is another person's terrorist. You know, so it's all subjective. But um, you know, but that that's the thing. You know, it's it's you need to control people by by appealing to their tribal instincts. Yeah, and, uh, and, you know, and, 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 and distract people from the truth. You know. Yeah, and this is not to knock pop music or any other genres, obviously. Oh, I, no, know, no, there, no, there's no, pop no. music that I love. There's I'm, rock I'm, music I'm, that I love. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Abba fan. <laughs> I don't have anything said against. Hey, there, there you go. And you know, one of my, one of my favorite, you know, pop artists, you know, growing up is, uh, you know, I, I, I listen to Backstreet Boys. You know, that's that's the thing we all grew up in. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know something strange there? Do, do you know Onslaught supported the Backstreet Boys? No way. When was that? When was that this? Was, that was when we first played China. We played the Yellow River International Music Festival. And uh, and we were on early in the day, and uh, Backstreet Boys were headlining. 
Wow, isn't that crazy? <laughs> the one band I mentioned here, and then we you guys actually played with him. Look at that. Case in point. Case in point. What what year was that? Now I'm, you got me looking this up now. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Onslaught and Backstreet Boys. Well, if anybody listening to this podcast has any time of the Backstreet Boys, shout out. Let's do another tour. Why not? You know, you know, we we covered a lot of subjects already, and this is your yeah. seventh album. You know, do you feel like the albums that you guys have put out throughout your entire career and your catalog mm-hmm. is that a? Do you believe that's a snapshot of where you are in a certain time in your life when you look back? Uh, oh, that's a really good question, mate. Um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think so because it's, it's not just the album, you know, and, and what's on the album because, like I said, we we, we tend to reflect what the what the general zeitgeist is, you know, of the of the, uh, the, the you know of the of the, um, of the country that we live in at that, that particular time, but. Um, but it's everything else that goes around it, you know, the touring and the memories that it brings and the people that you that that you meet and yeah. So so yeah, that's a strange way. I've never really thought about it like that. But yeah, they're completely right. They're all they're, they're time capsules, my friend. I mean, I know you, I know you can see the stickers behind me on this side. I'm Ooh. I can I can get very nostalgic. So I keep a lot of, I guess you know, just memorabilia that I have collected over throughout the years and just I remember when. Uh, what is it? Uh, video cameras, like cell phones, before they were even like a, a huge, just rectangular thing on our hand. We yeah. had the giant, we had the giant video cameras, like the camcorders that we used to have, yes. like the little, little, little tapes we would put in. Yeah, I can't yeah, tell yeah. you how many times as a kid I would just record moments and just keep them on the side. You know, I want to ask: Do you keep anything that's very sentimental to you around you? Maybe just in your room right now that you you look at. And you're like, oh my gosh, that that brings a very, and that brings back a very important time in my life that I really cherish. Um, to put no, it lightly, are you nostalgic at all? I am nostalgic, but but not necessarily nostalgic for physical things. Okay. Um, I, I'm because I think the, <laughs> sometimes the problem with actually having physical things and and genuine sort of articles from then is uh it, it can take the gloss of what your, your memory of it actually has made it into That's you know that yeah you know so so sometimes I, I just prefer to have the um you know as, as it, you know as it's always said nostalgia is something that always gets better with time you know with age and uh and, and yeah I, li- I like to keep it that way so so i think you know uh, i like to look back and things and sometimes they they all exaggerate themselves and, and you know it, it, it's happened again with the advent of, of, of YouTube you know some of my early gigs like remember them being like this and being like that and I've watched some um, some YouTube footage that, that's emerged and think oh man I was at this gig and you watch it go that was really shit <laughs> you know and you're thinking oh man if, if I hadn't watched that you know I still have the memory that the singing was perfect you know the lights were there were more lights it was louder you know they, they were all eight foot tall on stage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I, and I kind of like that, uh, that, that misty-eyed sort of sentiment, sentimentality to my, my nostalgia, I think. Have your aspirations as a person or even a band, have they changed or evolved since when you first started playing in, like just being involved in the industry? Do you see things differently now? Um, 
I think, well, if, if you take this album into, into consideration, our aspirations are... Uh, of course. Are, are considerably higher than, than they have been for the last 10 years. Um, and I think especially, uh, you know, playing some of, the, some of the shows that we did last year and, and seeing how, you know, how other bands, you know, to, to be perfectly honest, to see how other bands have been doing it, how other bands were, were sort of dealing with things. And, and we thought, well, wait a second, maybe we should be stepping up to the to the plate and actually, you know, showing a bit, a, a bit more of the, of the potential that the band's always to, um, you know, to, to move us forward. Um, not that we haven't, you know, always aspired, you know, to, to, you know, to be the best band that, that, that we could. But I, I think there's a, a lot of time that sometimes, you know, it's like sometimes you talk about things and then the next day nothing gets done about it. Um, but I think this time is, is we've actually put in all things that we've put into motion. So uh, and I, I think that's that's the difference now is we're actually, uh, actually writing things down. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm moving forward. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good fun. Yeah, it sounds like you're just getting started too. There's just so much you've done already in your career, and with this new well, album, it's it's like a again, just a new a new era. Yeah, I mean, to, to, yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, um, but again, to go back to what you said earlier, it, it's having the new guy has given the, the the band a new energy, you know, and I think uh, and I think it would be tragic if we didn't um, make good use of that. Yeah, and uh, I'm glad again. This is, I feel like it's going to be one of the biggest hits of the year. Oh, you know, so. no, yeah. Hey, I'm telling you right now, I'm your biggest endorser. And I've been listening to metal music, you know, all my life. And I've seen so many bands come in here and there. And when it comes to a band like Onslaught, sticking to the formula, I I couldn't be more thankful. Oh, thank you, sir. You're, you're a legend, my friend. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm talking to a legend. So here we go. This is the legendary show. All right, Jeff, we we are nearing the last part of our interview, unfortunately, Ooh. but this is the best part. Ooh. So this is All what right. I'm going to do, okay? I'm going to put you on the hot seat. Hot seat. Here's what we're going to do. Right. I'm going to see if you know your own songs. You up to it? Oh, don't do this. This is going to be no, this, this, It's fine. <laughs> it, this is great because what I do, uh, I, call out, I call out lyrics and you call out the songs that you guys wrote. It, uh. it's, it's great because I've had so many artists, they say... They say, oh, I'm going to get all of this. No worries. And they didn't get any of it. And then sometimes I have artists who say, oh, I won't get any of this. And then they got all of it. It's okay. it, it's always it's always a great game. So if anything, maybe I'll make you rethink your set list. <laughs> 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 all right. So so, let, so let's do it. I, I, I handpicked the songs. Okay. And I went in. I didn't pick every song. Don't worry. I picked like just maybe five or six. But I'm going to start you off easy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read a lyric. You tell me. You got this, man. Don't worry. Listen, we got this. All right. You okay. ready? Let's okay. I'm pumped. Let's the hot seat. Desolation. Desolation. Kiss of death. Heaven it will send. Godforsaken sodomist. Worthless to the end. Generation. Uh, that's the religious suicide. There you go. Yeah. That's see, I told best. you. I, yeah. start, I start you off easy. There you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. So you got one for one. That's you, good. You, you, you should do some backing vocals on the next album, mate. That was. <laughs> I should do that. I should do that. <laughs> all right moving on united uh, we stand divided we fall defiant in peace driven by war brothers in arms the defenders of faith side by side and united in hate 
love that lyric. Is that strike fast, strike hard? No, they, we're not. We're not on Generation Antichrist anymore. Oh, yeah. Think, think back to your last album. I can't think that far back. You see, I've been. <laughs> um, that oh man, you see, I'm I'm tempted to bring everything up on 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 Google now just to. You can go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that because it'll, no. it, it'll make it more fun. Oh, oh you, yeah. Can I swear on this show? Yeah, it's <laughs> off of it's off of six. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm see, no, I can't get my mouse working. Can I get my? <laughs> Go on, or is it? Uh, oh, it's enemy of my enemy. Enemy, enemy. Oh, yeah. Of course it is. I was trying to pick like the perfect lyric within that. I was like, this is just great yeah. to say. I'm. I just want to say it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Hey, it's all right. I, I, I said I'd start one. you up easy. All right, let's let's keep it going. Annihilation <laughs> crushing all. Okay, annihilation crushing all. Extermination of the enemy. Destructive loss of self control. You want to take it to the death. I know that one. This is okay. Think 2011. You want to read it again? Uh, uh, <laughs> God damn it. See, the thing is, you're going to tell me, and it's going to really <laughs> seriously, seriously piss me off, because, because I know it. Because when you were saying it, it was actually... No, go on. You Do you want to read it again, or just tell you? Don't read, go, go on, read it again, yeah. Okay, okay. Annihilation crushing all, extermination of the enemy, destructive loss of self-control. You want to take it to the death. Is it Hatebox? Yeah, you got it, man. Nice. Ah. That's good. Good job. <laughs> See, you do your know your own songs. <laughs> Jeez. That was great. Yeah. Do you know, I, I think as we only played that song live on the first American tour. I believe. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. That's one of my favorite songs off of uh, Sounds of Violence. Yeah, yeah, but mine too, actually. Yeah. All right. You ready okay. for more? I got just a couple no. more. <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> All right. You want to do one more? Let's do Come one on. more. Let's, let's, let's do it. Not a couple more if you want, mate. Like, come on. Okay, okay, okay. I'll do two more. Manipulator okay. of manipulator of a global genocide, a chaos preacher on a mission of affliction. Affliction, a raw religion in a realm of subdivide. This new messiah is the captor of addiction. Man, when it comes to thrash metal lyrics, you guys nail it on the head. This is 07. This is right around the time when you joined. Yeah, this is this is our killing piece, isn't it? Yep. Uh, it's not Destroyer Worlds. Yeah, it no. is. It is. You got it. Aha, you, go. you got it. Okay. All right. Yes. Hey, now you're on a roll. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to throw it back a little bit, okay? Okay. This is before your time, so before you join. So I'm going to see if you got this one. Uh, <laughs> actually, hold on a second. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay. The gates of hell have opened open wide. With deadly force, the metal it strikes. 
Yes. Or something like that. That's yep. that be Power from Hell. Yeah. There the song. Go. Do you remember the song? The, the song is Onslaught Power from yeah, Hell. There you go. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I was I was debating if I should start off with this, but no, no, no. I want to I want to see if I can dial it back a little bit. But hey, you did great. I think you only Thank got one you, wrong. Sir. You did great, Jeff. I, I did. Oof. Yes. <laughs> Man, I've had I've had a few guests like it like it throws them for a loop. Like then I have to rethink my entire set list. Oh, no, and then it's I, we had a I think we had a I think we had Schmear of Destruction yeah, on our show. I know, I know Schmear very well. Yeah, Schmier, great guy. Man, uh, absolute amazing to talk to. And uh, we were going over the lyrics. <laughs> It took us 20 minutes to get through all of it. Because <laughs> he has, such, a, he has such, a, such an impressive catalog of songs. I was like, what do I pick? I didn't pick that many songs. He, he took his time, and I was like, and he got, he got, he got, I think he got all of it, actually. <laughs> but, but uh, man, but see, yeah, I love doing this because, you know, it, it just shows how impressive the artist catalog is and how, how far back you can go when it comes to lyrics. And the theme of Onslaught right now, all the lyrics I read, it's, that's that theme that you guys kept it's it's it shows the dedication to your crap when it comes to getting the themes out and that's cool. I, I love that onslaught is doing that because that's a very hard hard a hard thing to do when it comes to sticking to the formula oh, and you guys did that well, well, all right uh, myself and i've been working on this for three maybe even four years you know so as far as the um the lyrics and the uh, and the concepts and the um you know, and, and what we were hoping to achieve from it. The, the, the fact that you that you like the album, thank you so much, my friend. I really, really seriously appreciate that. Um, we, we are really happy with the way it turned out. And yeah. um, if uh, if everybody else or if um, more people think the same, then fabulous, more than happy. Oh, believe me, I'm. It's I'm not the only one. There's uh, you know, there's you know, I've had siblings, you know, and you know. And they're in a heavy metal too. So anytime I listen to music, sometimes they're around me and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is great stuff," you know. Mm. And and all of us, we have a great ear for it. So it's, and I can't wait till it comes out. I can't wait for just to hear something off of this record in in, in live production. You'll basically see me up at the front, just going and batshit crazy. Maybe with my shirt off. I never take my shirt off at shows, but why not? We've been all <laughs> we've been. We've been at home, so it's just like let's just go out and just cut loose after all this is over. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jeff, we are man. This has been a pleasure. Do you have any last shout-outs, any plugs, any mentions you want to just put out there for the fans or your listeners just before we finish things off here? Uh, as you said, the um, the new album is out August the seventh. Um, go and buy it. That would be absolutely amazing uh i'm going to drink huge amounts of tequila now and wake <laughs> up with a that. Cough, so hangover in the morning and uh thank you so much we'll see you all soon no thank you and all the fans who are listening you know this is jeff from onslaught generation antichrist coming out august 7th on afm records please pick it up purchase it listen to it stream it whatever you can do to support these guys they will be on the road as soon as you know Jeff, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. You know, keep it real. Stay safe out there. I mean, uh, it's just a term loosely used right now, but I mean it. You know, uh, hopefully we can do this in person when you guys come to Dallas. 
and we'll do an yeah. in-person interview with you and the boys, yeah, okay? I've, I've, I've always loved Texas. So awesome, great. man. We love you guys, all right? I Excellent. appreciate you it. Excellent. You too, my friend. This has been fantastic. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview in the Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. And also, if you guys have any questions or comments, you can find us at Interview Under Fire at Facebook or at Instagram. Or you can write us directly at schwag at interviewunderfire.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-G at interviewunderfire.com. Or Rezablade, that's R-E-Z-A-B-L-A-D-E at interviewunderfire.